Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Lighthouse Lookback. My name is Noel Fogelman. Be sure to subscribe to the Lighthouse Hockey Channel on iTunes and wherever podcasts are found. Lighthouse Lookback is a podcast where we catch up with former Islanders, whether they have played one game or hundreds with the team, or in this case, zero. Kirill Kabanov was drafted 65th overall by the team in the 2010 NHL Draft. The Russian forward played two seasons in the organization, bouncing between Stockton of ECHL and Bridgeport of the AHL. Kirill played 48 games with the Sound Tigers before getting his unconditional release following his second season. He went back to Europe and is still playing these days. Find out where during this interview. And of course, I ask him the question that everyone wants to know. Yeah, sure. I'm playing ice hockey still. <laughs> uh, I play in Denmark and uh, I love it there. I uh, played uh, after I left Islanders. I played in uh, in Sweden, Russia, Germany. So I've been all over the place. Uh, pretty good experience and uh, had a had a bad injury in 2014-ish. And um, had a tough what have a tough time to recover from that, 
I had a, I had a neck injury first. I broke my neck in SHL. Oh wow! Yeah, I broke neck, uh, collarbone, and two ribs at the same time, same hit. So next season I had a big concussion. I had to miss almost the same the whole season. So I uh, I pretty much didn't play hockey for almost a year. And uh, I signed in Denmark year that year, and uh, it was a good year. We won the cup in Denmark. Uh, won the league, so played last year in Krefeld, Germany. Like this season before that season, uh, I mean it was all right. It was uh, wasn't a bad season, but uh, eventually decided to go back to Denmark because I liked it there a lot. Right. Of all the countries you mentioned, you played in a bunch of countries. Is Denmark probably your yeah. favorite, favorite country to play in? Uh, for now, yeah, yeah. I like it there. I like I like the city. I like the uh, organization. I think it's a decent level there. Uh, the team that I play for is all pretty great organization, and they like really good setup for me and my family. And uh, what else happened? I got married. Mm-hmm. I have two kids now, two boys. <laughs> uh, so Are they, uh, everything is good. Like everything is great. There's that's awesome. there's yeah, that's awesome. Are you you have them on skates yet? Are they playing? No, 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 no. Neither of them. Oh, okay. One is four only, and the other one is only two. So oh, okay. <laughs> maybe this year we'll start, but right. we'll see. Yeah. Would there ever be a chance that you would consider like coming back to North America to play, or is this strictly you're gonna stay overseas in Europe? In Denmark? Uh, I don't know. I got a couple of mutations from. Not not the last year, but the year before that, I had a couple of mutations from AHL and East Coast. Right. Like two way, but I mean, nah, probably wouldn't take that. Yeah. Like maybe if I have like one way AHL, maybe I'll go, but not for two way for East Coast. It makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. You're probably probably doing much better, you know, where you are now than you know. Yeah. Hop hopping yeah. on the buses, being away from your family and kids, you know, that's something you don't want to do. <laughs> Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty good setup too in Europe regarding that stuff. Right. How how competitive is, is the league you're in compared to the other ones you've been in? Uh, it's fast. I mean, it's pretty high level of hockey. Uh, maybe not as hard as Dell, like German hockey league. Right. Or not as maybe skilled as an SHL, but still, it's a pretty good league. I think so. And. Uh, I mean, it's improving every year. I've been there in 2016, no, 2000, what, 2017, 2018, and uh, it was worse than it is right now. Oh, okay. All right, so that's good. So, at least it's so yeah, it's it's improved a lot, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good hockey, right. um, and uh, well, I mean, I like to live in Denmark too. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, at, at this point in your life, you know, when you have a wife and two kids, you know, that's that's just as important as you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I guess if you're a little bit younger and you were single, that'd be something, you know, different. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, exactly. Yeah. As long as my family in the comfort and will love it, I mean, I'm satisfied with that. Right. Absolutely. Now, you know, going back, you know, a few years, you know, when you when you were like, you know, starting up, and you, you signed, you know, pretty young to be in the KHL. Was that something that you, looking back now, you kind of, you know, wish you wouldn't have done that so quickly? Uh, 
Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, maybe, of course, like, everybody thinking about, like, different stuff that they would have changed, but right. I, I mean, that's impossible to change. So what's the point to actually, like, think about this, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, but, of course, there is, like, a lot of things I would have do, maybe, like, in, like going back now, just thinking back, yeah. I probably wouldn't do a lot of stuff what I did. Well, I can't even say that I did. Like, there's like always a lot of different situations that moved you towards something. What do you decide to do at the end of the day? But uh, in my opinion, like, I like, <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess you're right. I mean, looking back, I mean, you don't you don't want to waste time just thinking about what what could have been. You know, just I guess look towards the future. About you know, probably probably better off. But uh, well, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's hard because like when I when I was in in the uh, when I was in Bridgeport, I came up like from the good from the good year and right. uh, just won the Memorial Cup and. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, I had high expectations of the season, but then NHL lockout happened, and I had like a really bad arm injury that I still have the problems with right okay. now with my left arm. Right. Like it's half, it's half, uh, half numb. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, I mean, like again, I, I was maybe a little depressed over there in in the Bridgeport because like when I get back from the injury. I wouldn't play a lot, and I obviously was pissed at the head coach, and of course I was younger, right. and I didn't understand like why like other guys are playing and not me, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Most of the time in the Bridgeport, due to that injury and like some other things, I was pissed off, but but at the same time, like just by looking back at it, I mean it was just like a matter of time, I assume, and. Uh, uh, just by not playing and by not having a chance to play, of course, of course, like I was, I was frustrated there all the time. Right. Did, did you and, ever go uh, up to the the co what was the coach was was it Brent Thompson? Was that the coach there? No, 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 no. I didn't get to I didn't get a chance to play with him. Oh. Uh, but but yeah, like um, it was Scott Power. Oh, Scott Power. We were right. like. There's like there was a lot of different things that were pissing me off back then. Of course, like uh, by not playing, and uh, we were still like we were lost in the league for two years in a right. row, and I still yeah. couldn't play any games. And uh, of course, when you don't play, you know, you get frustrated. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, just by just by sitting there and wasting my time in Bridgeport, of course, like I would want to live and play in Europe. So. I asked Gars to to let me do that, and I actually had a two successful seasons in Sweden. Right. But then uh, after that, well, again in Sweden, I had a really bad injury, and, uh, and then the only option I got from NHL was to go to to Rangers training camp right. for a tryout. Uh, so decided to take that, uh, and. Uh, I also did surgery like uh, a month before. A month before that, I did sur before the training camp. I did surgery on my ankle, so obviously I couldn't, couldn't almost skate there at the training camp. And yeah, like I had a neck neck broken one season and the uh, ankle too. Oh, wow. That's... So quite a lot, quite a lot of injuries and 
a couple of years and it's not even that like most people thinking like oh like ruin ruin his career and stuff but like they've never like see underwater you know they always see the right of course like the top of the, the top of the iceberg what you can see but but yeah there's different like i'm not saying like i was a really uh how to behave like had a really good behavior or anything right but, at the same time, there is always like other stuff that outside of hockey happens that nobody knows. No, and all they're thinking is about your game. But sometimes, sometimes they don't think that like that. There's also other things that might affect the game and other stuff. Yeah. Did you ever like just think about just just quitting you know altogether with all the injuries? Yeah. I was I wasn't playing like I was completely almost after uh, this after the season cage I almost quit like for sure I was thinking like to quit hundred percent and uh, I said for nine months I didn't play hockey and I I didn't have any offers to go for a tryout even and because uh, almost <laughs> I almost missed two years right. so. Um, uh, yeah, I was I was just sitting at home and then Brandon Reed. Uh, called me, said like, "Hey, you want to come out for Denmark? Uh, to Denmark, it's a pretty good league. I'll let you play and all that stuff." So I agreed, and because I missed hockey a lot, obviously, yeah. and I agreed and performed pretty well there. Then uh, he invited me to Dell. He he left after that season to Dell, and uh, I followed him. But in Germany again, I. I didn't maybe brought up my A game because I experienced like some back pains all year and all stuff, but but um, but it's still a good experience, really good experience. Right. I, just... I uh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I, Go ahead. Well, I'm obviously happy that I'm still playing and uh, still uh, having fun in the best game in the world, but. Maybe not in the high level as I expected it when I was younger, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. Right. I mean, you're, you're still playing, you know, so I guess that's exactly that's a yeah. Positive and uh, yeah, and uh, maybe for some people, bring joy and uh, hopefully, <laughs> right. and uh, yeah. But there's always uh, there's always good things happen all those years. So right. Well, when when you were like, not, yeah when you were in Bridgeport yeah. and you were kind of you know frustrated about like, lack of playing time and you know the team was just you know obviously down in the standings did you ever talk to Scott Pellerin about your your situation? Mm, yeah, I, well I can't even remember now did right. I? Yeah, of course a couple of times I had a couple of conversations with him, but eventually uh, eventually we didn't came up long together, so right. I had a. Well, there was uh, Eric Eric Karens too. I don't think he liked me that much all my years in Bridgeport. And right. He was the one that pointed out that I was late for the practice, even though I wasn't, because I was living with him. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna like even look at that garbage bag now. Like I don't wanna to mention in the in the in the news. Right. Or anything. But yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of things happen like between me and him that I'm obviously think that he's a big part that I didn't never get a chance to play anywhere. Yeah. There. But, but besides besides Eric Karens, uh, do you think you got a fair chance with the organization? With who? Well, just with the organization in general. You think you got a fair chance or no? No, hundred yeah. percent no. Right. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, 
back, back, like just by looking back, I, I don't know. I don't think I got a fair chance. And it, like, I don't think I got a fair chance to play after I was that, after I was out of that injury. And uh, the this, this stuff, this, like, when I was in Bridgeport, like, I don't know if you remember that year, but there was, I don't know, 40-something people going through the team all year. We were in the last place, and I still played, like, maybe 15 games or something, 30 games. And if you look at my stats, yeah, I didn't have a lot of goals or a lot of apples, but just by looking at the playing time that I had back then, like, actually, average time of spending on the ice was, like, five minutes. Some games I would, like, play, like, first period and then sit for two periods. And, of course, like, of course, I wouldn't be able to bring my A game if your coach doesn't trust you, right? And, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like... That was, as I said, yes, as I said, yeah, there's a, that creates a lot of frustration, and uh, maybe I didn't deserve that chance. I don't know. I've tried, I've tried to do to be a good teammate, as uh, I always, people would always point at me in the North America that I'm a bad teammate or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I uh, how to say that that I. Uh, I don't know how to say that in English. Right. That I'm that I'm like a really bad person. I'm always like break the curfew and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, maybe like when I was younger I did it, but later on, even though when I was in Bridgeport, I mean, yeah, I've messed up something just by but I've seen so many people done it so many times and and nobody cared. Right. But you know, like it happened to me once in a training camp, just by uh, just by like. Some some old tough guy just didn't like you, and he just like decided to screw up somebody's career, and and um, and then again, uh, like I, I don't know, I just like, like literally don't don't want to like bring it out to the media. I know a lot of people are like talking shit about the coaches and uh, that like they think they race like call them races and stuff, like you know bring it out to the media. I mean, I'll keep it for myself. Maybe one day I'll decide to tell some stories about that, but right now. Yeah. Because the, the time you missed the day in training camp, you know, they, you know, obviously they punished you, but a couple years later, Josh yeah. Hosang, who, you know, got drafted, you know, the first round, kind of lower than what people expected because he had great talent, but, you know, I guess it was baggage that, you know, he had. He missed, he was late the first day of training camp. Garth Snow sent him home. So maybe your experience kind of triggered Garth to say, I don't want to deal with this and sent him home. So, I mean, maybe not giving him a chance, just like not giving you a chance could have been, you know, a reason. Yeah, but but he also has to understand the, well, yeah, I've heard that story about Joe Shaho saying, but you also have to understand like, yeah, shit like this happens, but then you point at it to the 17 year old kid. Right and bring it out to the media and like punish like that and everybody's like putting a huge rant on you it's hard in a uh, mental way you know uh it's really hard to like then then you start to do things wrong the shit that you shouldn't think about like on the hockey like when you play the game and then uh everybody's pointing at you 
like you're thinking, oh fuck, am I the bad person or whatever? Because I'm just one practice. It's all around the media. It's a huge uh, pressure from everyone, from the media, from the teammates, uh, from 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 the head office. And it's not that he's done some like big criminal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's yeah. not. It's not that I've been driving drunk around New York City and hit a couple of people. I don't know under like some drugs. It's not, it's not that. It's the fact, yeah, I've missed, I've missed the practice and I will take the punishment for that. But when everybody is like, keep reminding me of that, I mean, what do you expect from a 17 year old kid? Yeah. Like, right. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, so, some, some guys might take it, uh, some guys might take it a little, like, a little easier, but like some guys with, uh, I'm not saying like some problems, but like some guys are like with, uh, with uh, when when like everybody's running on them, you know, like they would feel a lot of pressure and they wouldn't be able to play hockey. Then you'd just be afraid to to miss and to 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 play the right way. And yeah, I think there was a lot of pressure on me and the others. That's why I've never like brought up brought it up. And uh, yeah, started from the drafting camp, starting from the from the first summer in the others. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that I was perfect. Oh, well, no, of course perfect not. Perfect boy, like, yeah, I had, like, not. my problems, but, right. like, teenager problems yeah. that everybody else has. Right. And, uh, and I think, I think, I think, like, like, a lot of things, like, uh, If if the team would have do a different way, I probably would have developed a lot better than I did. Right. No, because maybe because because I still like I still was uh, working out in the summer, like I was still getting prepared and and uh, but yeah, like little things that would have like let me play without like all the all the all the shit that were outside of hockey, I would probably develop into a better hockey player than I am right now. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, because the... You know, the no, 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 no need to look back. Yeah. Right. No, because the organization, you know, I guess, had a habit of not developing, you know, certain prospects. Uh, you know, that draft class, you know, Nino Niederreier, you know, will play, you know, the whole season with the Islanders on the fourth line. I mean that's not his skill set, and then they sent him to Bridgeport the next year, and it just well you played with him I'm sure, and it just kind of derailed. Well, it's, it's the career. same. It's the same. It's the same with uh, I don't know if you remember Anton Clementia. Of course, yeah. The same, same, yeah. same stuff with him. Like literally, I, I he quit. Yeah. He quit, and uh, like the NHL draft, he wouldn't even like be good in the NHL, in the KHL after that, or like any other hockey league, just because just because it was a lot of pressure on him. I, I don't know for what reason, but Kirill Petrov too. He left yeah. in the NHL, right. came in. Sport, yeah. I don't know what happened there because I've, I've never talked to him about it. But right. but I mean, maybe uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sorry to say, I don't know if Arthur's still working there or not. But I still uh, <laughs> I uh, I like. I'd never be pissed at that guy just because he let me go to play in Europe, even though I had a contract with the Islanders, and he wouldn't let me sit another year and a half just by not playing, you know? 
yeah, I think no. if I would have spent another year and a half, I would have quit hockey for sure. Yeah, no, he's luckily he's not in charge. Just anymore. by being over frustrated with it, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they have. But uh, yeah, I've heard the organization became a lot better. Yeah, they Maybe. have adults in charge now, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so so it's good. The Islanders are playing in the new rink, so I I always had a good support from the Islanders fans, and those are great guys for sure. They're nothing to do with my hockey development and hockey right. career. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, and uh, of course, of course, all only like uh, warm feelings to all those guys from my side. Right, uh, absolutely. Now they have um, Ilya Sorokin. Um, well, to most of them, not the ones who chirp me all the time. No, of course, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, uh, um, uh, Ilya Sorokin just announced that he's you know going to sign with the Islanders soon, and you know, big deal in the KHL, and you know, he's drafted. Who? 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 Um, who Sorokin? Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you have any? Would you have any advice? Would you have any advice to him? Just how to handle the Islanders organization? Yeah, don't talk to Eric <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, nah, I mean, I mean, if you're a good hockey player, you need to find a way to, to battle your fears and stuff to make it to the show. I mean, maybe I couldn't, but, but it's more of a psychological way, I think. Now that you're, you're, you're drafted. I mean, if I mean if if, he, if drafted there, I mean he's drafted pretty high, right? Too. Yeah, I think it was like the third round. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you need to find a way to make it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I know he's a good hockey player, and he's come and he's a goalie, so he he'll be able to make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like let's talk about your your draft day, and uh, you had. Uh, some of the most amazing draft day pictures of any draft uh, draft yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. W- were those yours? Your ideas was a photographer just saying just be natural. No, a photographer literally told me like to come out, like to open the. A... <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. I uh, I was uh, yeah. He literally came out and he just caught me in a bad moment. Okay. Like this picture shouldn't even go, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Right. I think mean, yeah. It's. <laughs> it's it's a funny picture, so yeah. caught me in a bad moment. Maybe I'm not that photogenic, so right. <laughs> yeah, because they, they had another. I like my wife. Yeah, yeah. And another one of you, just kind of your hands up, kind of making like a scary face as well. Uh, yeah. Well, he literally <laughs> told me like to open up the like. If you see like most like some of the guys have it, maybe not in this way, but it just caught me like that. So yeah, <laughs> that's all right. It's hard to blame like the photographer, you know. Yeah. When, when, yeah. Did Did you expect to get drafted where you did? I mean, what was your like you know idea of where you would get drafted? No, I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> right. I had no idea. No. Yeah. All right. How much of of the Islanders did you know about them when you got drafted? If anything, only that Kovalev played there. Not so, sorry, not Kovalev. Yashin, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. Ever, you ever talked about talk with Yashin ever? Yeah, I've met yeah. him actually a couple summers. Yeah, I've been training with him on oh, Long that's, Island. Oh, that's uh, I think he has an American life, so he's living over there. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, and it's a shame because he, you know, Islander fans kind of, you know, gave him a raw deal, but he, you know, truly loved 
playing for the Islanders and you know living on you know, living in Long Island. He was he was a good player for them, but it was just I don't, I don't know. They just I guess thought he could do more for them for some reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Of course. Now, um, you, you said you got to try out with the Rangers. So would um would you even like consider at, at that point like going to the AHL in Hartford or is that just you just wanted to go well they sent me down they sent me down yeah they sent me down after the training camp they still said like they want to see me like in a in in the what do you call it in the training camp AHL training camp yeah but I've talked to my well maybe I should have go I should have go like that's the only thing I'm really I'm really Kind of, that's the only thing I was like thinking I should have been different this time. I should have go to training camp with a Hartford. I mean, I just had like my ankle surgery, and they still like still allowed me to play in the AHL or like at least practice there. Yeah. But talked to my agent back then and told him like just gonna go home for money, pretty much. Right. Well, I had like a good offer in back home, thinking like I'm gonna have uh, that soon. You know all those things, and decided to <laughs> decided to go home to make more money eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. It's, it's, people forget it. It is a business. You know, I mean, it is. You know, I mean, well, I was I was about to become a dad for the first time right. when I was in Rangers training camp, and uh, just decided to to take money over like another chance to play in the NHL. Right. Just, but you know, be financially protected, I assume. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, well, when you when you were playing, you know, first like in, in Canada and in Quebec Major Junior League, what was your experience like? I know you just kind of had an up and down going over, you know, there a little bit. Well, my first year, I uh, I started pretty well. Then I had like my arm injury, and then I missed most of the season. Then the same thing happened again. Like I didn't play, I was frustrated. Got a little fight with Cook. There, plus the lack of English language back then was terrible, and I didn't understand during the game. But he told me to not like to dress up because because during the game I, I had a penalty, and he came in and was yelling at me. And uh, when I played in Moncton, was yelling at me in the locker room, and I understand that he wanted me to dress up, so I dressed up. But eventually, that did what he wanted from me. But my English language wasn't that perfect. <laughs> but then all the team thought that I dressed up by myself, so I want to leave. And they kicked me out from the team. So stuff like this happens, you know. Right. Huh. I, uh, but again, like, 16-year-old, and of course, like, don't don't even have that great of English language to understand what coach wants from you just by yelling at me after, like, during the game because I had a penalty. I, I just didn't understand. But in everyone's face, and what they brought out to the public is that I demarch. I made a demarch. Demarch? I don't know how to say it. Like, I've decided to do it by myself, but see, <laughs> stuff like this were, like, following me all my career. So right now I'm I'm pretty calm and trying not to talk to me at all, even though sometimes they're calling. But, I mean, because... Uh, Every every single thing I was doing was under the microscope, and back then I didn't understand that really well, you know. Yeah. When well, when you were over there, like you know, you know, fifteen, sixteen years old, did you have like any kind of like parental figure kind of helping you and mentoring you? No, I was there by myself. Okay. 
Uh, now, I had a terrible agents. I had a terrible agents that wouldn't even like answer my calls. Uh, but then I had a really good agent that I actually like. Uh, can only think only good stuff about him. Old Theophanes, he was a really good guy. Right, helped me a lot. And um, what else? Uh, like, no, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that that's a shame because you, you know you're traveling, you know, probably a different country. You know, learning the language, you're still young, and then you have to deal with living life as well as playing hockey. So I mean, that, that's tough for any teenager. Well, it's tough, and yeah, it's tough when the, the team that you get drafted like is treating like always pointing at your mistakes and trying to explain that you have a big time ADD, which you don't. Trying to put you on some medi medications, you know, too that you experience a lot of side effects from which which nobody would ever think about, you know. Right. So. Yeah, but um, but I'm glad you're doing. You know, great now with you know your wife and your two kids. You know, in Denmark. So I mean, I'm glad. It, you know, things are working out better. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I have two wonderful kids, a beautiful wife, and uh, I'm happy, man. Like looking just just my life. I mean, it is. I'm uh, I'm living for them now, and uh, that's the best thing that ever happened in my life. That's awesome, but uh, but thanks for you know talking to me and you know opening up. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, hope you're fine and uh, all the Corona crisis will go away from New York and Long Island, and all your close people will be healthy and fine. And a special thanks to Kirill for joining me today. I'm glad he's doing well and he's happy. And if you have a guest suggestion, hit me up on Twitter at the first and all one nine or at lighthousehockey.com. Be sure to check out all the amazing shows we have on the channel. PT Isles, Islanders Anxiety, Isles Buzz, Islanders Award Winners, My Favorite Islander Game, and of course, Lighthouse Workback. Check out vintageicehockey.com for all your different teams, logos, they have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, and use the code BUZZ15 for 15% off. That's vintageicehockey.com. We'll see you next week on Lighthouse Look Back.